we have a dog issue in the dollar house that at this point we just have to address. We can't keep Another sweeping it under the rug. Another dog issue. We yeah. have a lot of dog drama. Yeah. Our dogs are, are gaining the quarantine 15. Oh, they are. They're gaining the COVID-19. COVID they, um, yeah. Well, we knew that Sadie, Sadie was a bit overweight, hair overweight, according to her last vet appointment before she, all of this happened. But we were actually happy that she had gained a few pounds because when we were living in the apartment, there was a lot of construction going on and that stressed out Sadie. So she wasn't enjoying walks. She wasn't like she eating. She wasn't eating as much. She, she got just, too skinny. Yeah, she got skinny. So then we move into the house with the big old yard, no construction within a mile, any, no trucks backing up. Or it was, She's fat and happy. Yeah. So we were happy about that. But then, well, like all of us, because we haven't really gone anywhere with them for the past couple months, they haven't had to wear their collars. And then we decided to run some errands with them over the weekend and their collars both were a little snug. Here's the thing about Jeff though. And like, tell me if you have this issue with your spouse, like Jeff did this when Sadie first got super anxious. So I was like, do you want me to get her a thunder jacket? No, she just needs to like learn that it's going to happen. And then with this, I'm like, well, here's the thing. We can I order them new collars? And Jeff says, no. And then he's like, we'll just have to start taking them on more walks. And I'm like, realistically though, are we going to start taking them on more yes, walks? We, Probably not. We have to. Or we stop feeding them scraps off the table. Like someone in our house does every day. Cause they don't need to be eating table scraps. You do it too. You are the king of doing it. I would be fine. I'm only the king of doing it because I cook more. So it's just like, if I'm chopping, you know, if I'm cutting like a piece of chicken or something to put it on the grill or just took it off the grill or whatever, and they're there, but Jeff, we can cut back on it. You are the enabler. Well, it's got to change because we're not going to order them new collars because we're bad parents. We have to. But here's the thing. We got to put my them on, point on is, puppy Weight Watchers. Is that if you don't want to stop feeding them from the table and you actually don't take them on walks, then they're just uncomfortable in their collars. And if we know we're not going to do that anyways, it's like people who Why say- Why are you, you're planning for us not to succeed? Why? No, I just know us. It's the same thing at the dentist office. Every time I go in, they're like, hey, did you floss? And I'm like, no. I love you, Barb, but like, I haven't flossed in probably 10 years. Like I just don't do it. And I love you, but I will come to the dentist more if I don't have to floss. So I'll come every three months instead of every six, well, you know, it's like, I know I'm not going to do it. So I'm not going to tell them I am. But we can't keep buying the dogs, bigger collars and, and just letting it get fat. We have to make lifestyle changes for them. Well, you remember that you said that. And next time you feed them off the table, I will be bringing this show up. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for this past weekend remembering the recipe to the most delicious summertime cocktail in all of the land. And I made orange crushes. You're going to have to give that to Katie for the pick me up. I will. So. It's, it's so good. 
Uh, and it's so simple. We'll put it in tomorrow's Pick Me Up newsletter. But just so you know, it's also dangerous. Because it tastes like juice. It Yeah. It tastes like. Tastes so good. Tastes like then, orange soda. Yeah. And then you're just like, oh, 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 drunk. Yeah. And the next morning you're like, why am I, is my head throbbing? Why did that happen? Um, it's this thing. It's like people who drink tequila. It's like, it's like one orange crush, two orange crush, three orange crush. And then you're. Right. On the floor. Yeah. Okay. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for drives around the city. We had the best stinking Atlanta weather all weekend and Jeff and I drove around the city for no reason. Like we had a couple things to do, but we just took detours through neighborhoods we like. We just drove. Well, we went for a ride for two reasons. One, uh, I am spoiled now by this air thing that you can use to put air in your car tires. So, you know, when you go to the gas station, normally you put like quarters into the machine. Which is so, I mean, it's 2020 people. Like who carries around a bunch of quarters? I mean, my dad does, but like. And it's, uh, so, so you get to put the quarters in the machine and then it runs and sometimes it doesn't work. And sometimes the pressure thing is broken off. So you have to hope you have an air pressure thing in your car and blah. It's a pain in the butt. But now they have these machines. At fancy gas stations. It, and what, what are they called? Quick air? Quick, you took a picture of one. Yeah, I'll have to look it up. But it's, and you you swipe your credit card and it's like, it's like a dollar fifty, So it's only 50 cents more than the other machines, but it's all digital. And you just type in what your tire pressure is supposed to be. Exact air. Exact air. X-A-C-T air. And then you put it on your tire and it just automatically fills to that. And then it beeps. And then you move to the next tire and you just put it on and it just fills to that and it beeps and you don't have to stop and check anyways. So we had to drive around and find that. And then once we did, we were kind of in a, And we, how many gas stations did we go to where they had like old school air and Jeff's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, that's a, Cause it's so good. It's so much better. Like I feel yeah. like. Well, and it's a perk of quarantine. Like there's no traffic. We have no. Nowhere to be. So we could drive around and do it. You know what? I feel like. That's such air- a 70 year old dude thing to say too. I know. I drove all over the city looking, <laughs> looking for the for proper the air. Here. But um, I will say, I feel like gas station air machines are one of those things. It's like the McDonald's ice cream machine. Like there's a good 60% chance that any gas station it's you pull out to, order. it's out of order. Right. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. I remember when McDonald's first announced their all day breakfast and I'm like, that's great. But can you just fix the ice cream machines? Can right. we do things? Can we have in- ice cream 24 seven. Yeah. Can we do things in order? And then um, what was the second reason? I said we had two reasons for driving around. I think the second oh, reason- one was to get air in my tire. One, well, we got Starbucks. Yeah. Got but, then, but then I think we were in like a weird part of town and, that we're not normally in because we were just kind of driving aimlessly. And then we just drove through a bunch of neighborhoods to- get back to our neighborhood. So anyways, that was our adventure. Uh, All right. Before we even get into the meat of the show today, we've got to address a major violation that occurred on our voicemail. Okay. We were left a message related to something that you brought up on one of last week's episodes. Okay. The, The message is a great story and it's fine, but. Is it a cliffhanger? Yeah. Just listen. It's such a violation. Like, this, let's talk about. Let's listen and then discuss. This woman should be fired from being a woman because this is it's it's a woman thing to do, and she did it. <laughs> and it's like, hey, Callie and Jeff, um, 
you're talking about the BuzzFeed thing, and the one said when somebody asked your favorite song, like you just like blank and you can't even think of anything. Wasn't planning on having a C-section, but, you know, we're in there. And my doctor's like, grab my phone. What do you want to listen to? What song do you want to listen to? And I'm like, this is so important. This is so important. Like, what song is my child going to hear out of the womb for the first time? And I'm just, like, not a huge, like, music person. Like, I really have to be in the mood to listen to music. I normally, like, I have podcasts on or, you know, different things like that. Like, I'm just not that person that like has the radio on or has like a playlist going at all times and it was just like oh my gosh it was so much pressure like what song will my child be born to so crazy and that's it that's the the message how do you leave that message for us person and not say the song that you ended up picking we're gonna need to know what that song is so you're gonna need to call back and i would name you by name but she didn't say her name either no so call back, please, please call back and tell us the name of the song that you ended up choosing. And then I didn't even think about this, but is this a thing that we have to think about? Like, do you need to come up with a delivery room playlist? I think people do that. Well, well, cause it's supposed to call mom out. You know what I mean? Like it's supposed to be like a Zen, like it's supposed to help mom. So like, and it's funny because I know people that have delivered to like really crass rap songs, which also would be kind of awesome because that's just what makes mom comfortable. Yeah. W- what would like to get in your zone? So if, if you, your zone, I wish I could remember the song. One of my friends just gave birth like two weeks ago and she literally like her baby was born to like outcast or like, awesome. no, not outcast isn't trashy rap, but like something you mean when you say trashy rap, rap, like you mean like filled with profanity and, and like, like innuendo and yes. strip clubs and all that. Yes. And I kind of love her for it. Like some good hardcore mixtape rap. Yes. Got it. Good mixtape rap. What would you, if you had to pick a right now, if you had to decide right now, what would your song be? I don't know. And here's why I don't know, because any touching song I would pick would make me, um, cry hysterically like I don't want an emotionally connecting song I feel like I would need like a um what about Justin Bieber baby no baby no it's a baby being born no baby me yeah no (laughs) all right (laughs) I'm not gonna leave you in charge of the playlist although I will say Jeff Dollar can make a solid early 2000s playlist I can make any great playlist if I'm given the, the genre. Um, okay, so we know this. Two things. One, if you're that person who left a message, call back and tell us your song. 800-434-5454. But also know that if this is if one of your first times listening to the show, this is your invitation to save that number in your phone. 800-434-5454. Call and comment on anything you want. We love anything that strikes you the weirder, the better, to be totally honest. Yeah. And if you have never listened to the very end of the show, the show always ends with, uh, anywhere from five to, to 12 voicemails from our voicemail, uh, messages from our voicemail about anything that we've talked about current or way in the past doesn't matter. So 800-434-5454, save it in your phone and, um, delivery room song suggestions are more than welcome right now. Um, would it surprise you that that story, that woman's voicemail brought up a friend's reference in my head? 
No, I, I can pretty much make anything a Friends reference. What did they have a playlist in Friends? No, they have. There was um, when they were finding out who was the father of Rachel's baby. Yeah. Um, people were like, wait, I know who it is. And they kept walking out of the room to go find the clue of who they thought it was. And then Monica was like, people have got to finish their sentences. Mm. People will get me. You don't, but someone will. Got it. We're going to be doing commencement addresses and not like long ones. What do we say? Like three minutes? Yeah, three or five, us. three or three, five, minutes. Three or five minutes. We're not going to get up there for, you know, 20 something minutes and do all the usual stuff. We're just going to get right to the meat of the point. And we're going to do it this week, tomorrow and Wednesday. We'll do yours and mine. We also want you to call and leave your advice. We're talking like one to two sentence advice. Like we don't need like not a whole paragraph, but just call. And it could be funny when I, I pitched this segment to Jeff, I was thinking more of like the Boz Lerman song, you know, like yeah. always wear sunscreen. So it could be like always wear shower shoes. I don't know. Right. Or it could be very profound and prophetic. I don't know. It could right. be well, prophetic wasn't the right word. I just felt like saying that because I felt smart because we were talking about college. Um, but anyways, yeah. So it, it could be life advice that will make you a better human or it could be life advice like don't make out with him if he has a visible cold sore. Like all no. of all. Were you of, saying that pointed directly towards me? No. That's advice I should have followed. Yeah. So there's the first piece of advice. Never kiss anyone that has a visible cold, sir. You're and, welcome in advance. And all you have to do, just call and say, hi, this is Jeff. Here is my advice. Here is my commencement feedback, whatever. And then just say it and then we'll edit it all together. So we need lots of those. So whatever your advice is to the graduating class of 2020, 800-434-5454. See, I told you to put that number in your phone. Yeah, and put it right under Callie and Jeff. Like, we're friends here. You should have our number by now. Just save it in your phone. Make it easy. And then you can call anytime that you want. You don't have to remember the number anymore. And now that the school year is 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 pretty over in some parts of the country and winding down in others, um, we're definitely either having graduations happen last week, this week, or we're in the last, we're definitely in the last 30 days. Like when I was in up in New York, school always went to the middle of June. Is that, is that true? Yeah. That is so late. But we always, but we start after Labor Day, right? We always started after Labor Day. Mm, why? So, I wonder why they do it differently down here. It's so weird to me how early school starts in the Southeast. And it's weird that y'all would start so late considering you would think that upstate, it would be backwards and they would start sooner because it gets colder sooner. Yeah. So you would think that they would start early and early. And you would think down here because it's so hot that they would start late. And, and I don't know. I would. But then that. it, that, but then it's, it, it, but then you're going to school in the middle of June down yeah, here. Yeah, but June is, is easier than August. August yeah. is hotter than Hades down here. Here's my. It's true. <laughs> is that true, Mima? What? It's Do I sound like a grandma when I say Hotter than Hades. It is. Uh, all right. So now that the school year is winding down, I have a question for teachers. Do you think, and this is, I, I'm not trying to be like smart or whatever. This is a question just for teachers. Is the philosophy of no cheating, is that outdated? And I will tell you what why. You I need you to explain what you mean by the philosophy. The philosophy of cheating, right? So like sneaking in answers 
like to your, like, you know, there were people who had super elaborate ways. Like, I don't know if anybody ever did this in your school, but would write answers like really, really tiny on a piece of paper and roll it up and slide it in their pen tube. Did you ever do that? I never had to cheat. I was very smart. Seriously? Yes. Um, one time Eric Dixon cheated off me and I knew it. And, uh, I was so mad that the next time I let him cheat off me and I answered everything wrong. And then when he turned his in, I went back and changed all of mine and made them all right. So he failed. I would assume so. That'll show you Eric Dixon. Yeah. And it was music class. Like who needs to cheat in music class? Well, in all fairness, you are the one that got a bad report card in PE. That's true. (laughs) Uh, Jeff's dad sent us his report card and it was like not prepared for tests. And Jeff was like, not prepared for what test? What class is this? And I was like, it says PE. The only test that you ever had in gym was that presidential physical fitness. Never did it. Test. It was the only one that I ever remember having. And how do you prepare for that? You just either do it or you don't. So I don't even know why that's a thing. Like presidential for what? Was it like schools had to do it? I think so. Weird. Uh, So here's the thing with cheating is in the real world, you now, in this world that we live in now, you have unlimited resources to find out information. information. Mm -hmm. Like when I went to school, teachers used to say things like, no, you can't use a calculator. What's going to happen when you're an adult and you don't happen to have a calculator in your pocket? Well, guess what, Mrs. Garvey? Everybody has a calculator (laughs) in their pocket now. You know what I'm saying? Uh Like you don't, the memorizing of facts isn't as necessary as it was in the past because you have unlimited instant resources. But I think to get those facts, but I think, I mean, even when I was in high school, we would have like, it's the same thing. as like an open book test, like open book tests. I always hated cause they were way harder because you still had to like know the information, know where to get it. And then good, like, I think hard teachers make you apply yes. what you find. So, so you can't find the literal, like you can find the textbook answer, but the application of it, you can't find. So you have to figure out how to do it yourself. I'm all about that. Way harder. But I almost think that creative cheating should be rewarded because in the real world, you have the entirety of the world at your fingertips to find the answer. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So if you get asked a question in the real world about whatever, let's say you're an accountant and you get asked a question about a tax law or something. You can Google it. You can go to your state's tax thing. You can look this up. You can look that up. You can ask fellow accountants. You can do all this other stuff to go back to your client with the right answer Mm -hmm. or with the, the best available information. You should almost be rewarded for creative cheating. I don't know that I would call it creative cheating. I think you just have to yeah. I mean, I know what you're saying, but you can't, I feel you like you can't argue with it. Can no, you? I can't argue. I can argue with the name though. Cause I feel like it should just be remember the people like people using their, like my dad would call it. What is that phrase that my dad loves so much that he, um, not common sense. Um, I'm totally blacking out right now, but he always uses it. Critical thinking skills. Yes. Like you should have to use your critical thinking skills and skills instead of memorizing. But stuff. Roy G. Biv, you know what that is? Yeah, the colors of the rainbow. Why does anybody need to memorize that? Um, well, it comes in handy if you're color coding your closet. Um, I use Ruby Google it. Yeah. What are the colors of the rainbow? Red, orange, orange, yellow. Right. You Google it. You don't need yeah. it anymore. You don't need to memorize Roy G. Bibb. The Pythagorean theorem, A squared plus B squared equals C squared. Who cares? It's on the internet. Well, and I don't even know you what that is for. 
right? No offense, math teachers. I always love my math teachers, but I was so bad at math. What stuff did Napoleon do? Who cares? It's on the internet. Look it up. What this should be taught is why he did it. Yeah, that's a valid point. And which is why Jeff Dollar never wins arguments because you use your critical thinking skills when you walk into and a fight. never loses arguments. Yeah, 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 sorry. You yeah. never lose arguments because you know the deeper, like I was someone that memorized information. You are someone that thought it through, knew the why, and then that is power. All right. Let's say thank you so much to our advertisers who are making the show possible this week, including two brand new partners, uh, a company called KiwiCo. They have uh, toys and a company called Thrive Market, who is a membership grocery delivery service. Both of them are awesome. Welcome to the upside. There is so much to love about our new partner, Thrive Market. You can get groceries delivered to your door that are high quality organic, non-GMO, and they're a fraction of the price that you'd be paying in a traditional grocery store. One thing I really love about them is that with your when you buy a membership, they donate a membership to someone else in need. So that might be a low-income family, a teacher, a veteran, or a first responder. So they can take advantage of this amazing food as well. Another thing to um, love here, they tailor to different diets and values up to 70, right? So if you're paleo, if you're keto, if you're eating a plant-based diet, you can search food on their site to buy your diet and it'll pull up exactly what fits into what you want to be eating. And it's really easy to see, super easy to use. I'm saving about 25 to 50% off on average retail prices and they have carbon neutral shipping and that's free on orders over 49 Right now, you can try Thrive Market and become a member risk-free. Go to thrivemarket.com slash upside. You can join today and you'll get up to $20 in shopping credit towards your first order. That's T-H-R-I-V-E-M-A-R-K-E-T.com slash upside to start your risk-free membership and get up to $20 toward your first order. Thrivemarket.com slash upside. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So excited to welcome KiwiCo to the Upside family. I have never seen anything this cool for kids. So listen up. If you've got a child, a grandchild, a niece, a nephew, a little cousin, any kid in your life who wants to learn at home, this is going to be awesome, okay? KiwiCo is a crate that delivers super cool hands-on science and art projects right to their door every month. So number one, kids getting mail. Who doesn't love that? Number two, you're going to be encouraging the kid in your life to be an innovator and to be a creative thinker. I sent a crate to my friend Amelia, who just celebrated her fourth birthday, and she was painting glow-in-the-dark mushrooms. Blew her mind. Well, her and her mom, Natalie, have done some reviews of their first crate. I'll be sharing those with you later this week. But in the meantime, go check out their website, kiwico.com. That's K-I-W-I-C-O dot com. You get your first month free on select crates if you use the word upside, kiwico.com, K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash 
upside and select crates absolutely free for the first month. There's something for every kid promise at kiwico.com slash upside. Liquid IV is one of these advertisers that we, um, they sent us some free product, right? And then we've gone through it so quickly that now we buy it on our own dime all the time because we love it so much. Um, Jeff drinks Liquid IV a couple times a day and it's one of the first things he does when he wakes up. It's a little stick. It comes in a little, um, it's like a powder stick and you dump it into about 16 ounces of water and it hydrates you faster and more efficiently than water alone. Each serving provides as much hydration as two to three bottles of water. Plus it's got vitamin C, B3, B5, B6, and B12. And the flavors are really great. My personal favorite flavor is the lemon lime, lime, if I could talk. Um, And it's super good. goes down really easy. And we love it in this house. You can get 25% off because you're an Upside listener when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Upside at checkout. That's 25% off of anything you order when you use promo code Upside at liquidiv.com. Get better hydration today at liquidiv.com, promo code Upside. Here are my three random things for today. Number one, I'm going to give deliver this with a grain of salt, but this was sent to me by an upsider named Rachel. Uh, her source for this is a website called I love my dog so much.tv. That's the website. Uh, research is backing up what most dog people already know that sleeping in the same bed as your dog has more benefits than drawbacks. Uh, women specifically sleep better with a dog in the bed than they do with cats and or their husbands. I don't think that part's true, but maybe it's because our, our dog that wants to sleep with us is like a little space heater. Yeah. And I do bad when I'm sleeping hot. She like radiates heat and she takes up half the bed. So she thinks it's her bed. She thinks in her mind, she's letting us sleep in her bed. So Sadie sleeps in a dog bed next to our bed. Yep. And we were talking about this because Lily, when she was a puppy, had we would put a bed in her crate and she hated it. She would chew them apart. So we started just putting blankets in there and then she never chewed the blankets ever. I don't think if we put dog beds all around this house, I don't think Lily would know what they were. No. She would have no clue. Well, she never gets on any of Sadie's. Like Sadie only has the one in our bedroom now, but like in the apartment, there was a dog bed in each bedroom. And she all, never, Sadie was the only one who used him. Lily's like, what is that for dogs? Ew. I'm not a dog. No. Uh, just to make you feel terrible about yourself, a 17-year-old built a website to track the coronavirus all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, this kid just started working on it. Just, like right as the outbreak was starting to go global. And it pulls in data from all these different countries and all of the different health agencies and uh, all of these different sources. And and it's like one stop to one stop shop where you can see how, what percentage of the population in Italy. This is like already over my head, by the way, age 24 or 25 to 34 has coronavirus and how many recovered and all of that. Right. 17 years old. The website gets 30 million visitors a day. Wow. And he was offered $8 million (gasps) to sell it or put ads on it. And he said, no. That's the kid that's going to like, 
he's going to be like the next inventor of Amazon. Well, he he's smart because he's turned down multiple people, including Microsoft, because he he's said like increased his value or something. Yes, wow. because he has said, um, look, I'm making really great connections. Now I've got all these phone numbers of like these executives at these companies and these venture capitalists and stuff. But his reason for turning it down is because a lot of the places in the world that access it don't have internet as fast as the U.S. does. Yeah. So putting ads on there or putting it on a different framework would cause it to run slower. And the people who need the data the most wouldn't be able to get to it. Wow. So that's why. Uh, he took two weeks off of high school in order to work on it. And I, I challenge one of his teachers to get mad at him about that. Right. So anyways, Amazing. Uh, let me say his name because he deserves recognition. Yeah, put, he does. put a Google on him and show him to your teenager when, you know, when they're on hour 26 consecutive Xbox? of Fortnite. Or, is that Xbox? Fortnite. It's all over the place. Oh, I just, when I was cleaning up my computer, I, for some reason had Fortnite on my computer. I think I played it once. That's weird. Didn't get it. Uh, so anyways, he's 17 years old and his name, he's from Washington state and his name is Avi Schiffman. Avi, A that's pretty awesome. Avi or AVI, Avi or Avi. All right. And my final of the three random things is a collection of stuff to make you feel very old. The first one. Oh, I love these. Callie brought up, uh, Britney Spears' album, Oops, I Did It Again, was released 20 years ago this month. That blows my mind. Does that blow your mind as much as it does mine? I actually thought you were wrong when you said it. Mm -hmm. And so I Googled it and it was released in May of 2000. And uh, on June 3rd of the year 2000, it debuted at number one on the Billboard 200. And it remained the uh, uh, longest running album by a female artist on Billboard charts. Such a good song. Until Such a great music video. Until Adele broke that 15 years wow. later. Uh, another thing to make you feel old, uh, Kurt Loder, 75 this month. What? Yep. The Kurt Loder, I feel like Kurt Loder was, is how I feel about, well, no, that's a bad comparison. I was going to say Kurt Loder kind of reminds me of Keith Morrison, like older, like Kurt, he was like always one of the older guys on MTV, but he was like, I feel like wearing chucks and all that kind of stuff. Kurt Loder in my mind has always been 65, 54 years old. Yeah. 54 since the first day he was on MTV. And I saw a picture of him when, uh, I clicked on the tweet and about him being exactly 75 the same. and he looks, and he looks 54. Like he's been 54 my entire life. He did the news on MTV, right? Yep. Like they would do like 30 seconds of news. Yep. God, nineties and two thousands MTV was so good. He was a, um, editor at Rolling, a news editor at Rolling Stone magazine uh -huh. and MTV brought him on board just to do little news updates yeah. and then also host some specials, you know, like MTV did some like, political specials and, stuff, yeah. and this and that. Yep. He did that. Um, now he hosts a serious XM radio show called True Stories. Oh, I would listen to that. Yep. You can also follow him on Twitter, Kurt Loader. Maybe I'll do that. Uh, hey, wish, wish him a happy 21st, 54th birthday. 21st, 54th. Because he's 75. I don't get it. Because he's always been 54. 
So in my oh, okay. no. 50, 54, <laughs> 21 times. No, I get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my final thing to make you feel old, the next, now that's what I call music CD, will be CD number 75. What? What is even the point? What is the point? Like, can you come up with another name? What do you mean? Well, there was like, wow. And then there was now. And then there was, you know what I mean? Like just add, when you get to 10, start over with a new name. What do you mean? Wow. There's no wow. It's always been wow. Now. Music now. No idea what that is. I'm Googling it. I swear to you. I had wow. No, it's now. That's what I call music. Number one came out in 1998. Uh, in the United States it started much. Yeah. Earlier. Wow. Hits deluxe edition. But I think that I think they're two totally different things. But it's the same idea. Yeah. Wow. 1997. Yeah. It's the same thing. And now it's like. Yeah. But wow's gone. Now's here. Wow is on sale at Target right now. What number? It just says wow hits 2019. Oh, they have a 20th anniversary. Oh, uh, wow. I think was the Christian one. Jesus. Wow is the Christian one. Shut up. <laughs> wow. That's what I call. Jesus. <laughs> That's what it should be called. Uh, anyways, those are my three random things for today. Okay. So the cornerstone of this show is gratitude, right? So we thought that we would insert some gratitude challenges every once in a while, just as little reminders. And like, we're not the challenge people that are like, go do 20 push-ups, Blah, record it. Tag 10 of your friends on Facebook and then post your favorite albums. No, we're not those people. But what we want to do is just give you some ideas to, um, you know, just plant some ideas in your little brain and then maybe you decide you want to use them. And Jeff has one for this week. The goal is to spread gratitude all over the, the globe. And today we would like to challenge you to find someone this week deserving of thanks, deserving of appreciation, but who probably doesn't get it. Who might get overlooked, who yeah. probably does not get the thank you that they deserve. And thank them. And you don't have to think, I mean, if you want to give them a card or a gift or a gift card or something, if you want to go like and do something special for them, do that. But I think because these people are so overlooked that even just a sincere- A verbal thank you. Thank you for what you do. So an example, two examples popped into my mind. Uh, remember a couple of weeks ago when, when I was talking about the um, woman who picks up our trash and yeah. how she's uh, like- that would be one. Just mm-hmm. a thank you to, to the person who, who collects your garbage could be one. Another one, I, th- I now I can think of three of them. Uh, what about your mailman? What about just putting a note in your mailbox for your mailman saying, hey, I don't say this enough, but with everything going on in the world, I've still gotten my mail every single day. Thank you. We should do that for Ed. Ed's our, Ed's our <laughs> um, mailman. And if you uh, happen to be working in an office, you know, a lot, most people are still at home, but people are starting to return to offices or skeleton crews. Um, what about leaving a note for the cleaning person who yeah. is overnight shifter who you don't see? Right. Yeah. And just leave a note and say, Hey, thank you for coming in every night and tidying up our office and cleaning up our messes and making this so nice. Those, those are some examples. It could be a fam, could be a mom. It could be a, I did that with my Starbucks barista. And just what? I said, um, thank you so much for being in such a good mood every day. What you do is so much more than coffee. It Uh starts my day out on the right foot every single day. So that's this week's gratitude challenge is just give a sincere 
thank you to somebody that you encounter who probably doesn't hear thank you enough, but certainly deserves it. Easy, right? Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. We want to give a shout out to all of our listeners in Murray, Kentucky. Now, Jeff, would you like to do... It seems so (laughs) random, doesn't it? Now, would you like to um, give a backstory on my family in Murray, Kentucky? If you bring up Callie's Kentucky roots, her mom's side of the family has relatives in in Kentucky around this town called Murray. And one of them, I guess it would be your cousin, right? Is it your cousin or your- It's my mom's cousin. So what is that, my second cousin? Oh, I get confused. It's We call each other cousins because I don't know really what we are, but we're cousins. But there's a Dairy Queen in Murray, Kentucky. The Dairy Queen. Yes. In Murray, Kentucky is owned by Callie's mom's cousin. And the opening of that Dairy Queen is a ceremony and a celebration every year. It's a huge deal. And uh, I have heard about this Dairy Queen for so long. We'll definitely make a road trip and go up there and see it. But we just found out from Callie's mom that all of the family in and around Murray listen to the show. It's where Callie's Aunt Effie is. Yeah, my Aunt Effie is there, who is a legend. Um, and then I think Betty listens every day. So thank you to my cousin, Betty. I want to call her Aunt Betty, but she's not my aunt. She's my cousin, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, because she's my great aunt's daughter. So. So confusing. I have no idea. I really should, like, pay more attention to... I mean, I know where she is in the family tree. Like, she's Aunt Effie's daughter, which would be my great aunt's daughter, which is your cousin, right? But not my first cousin. I don't know. I She's would, my mom's first cousin. So the whole first, second, third cousin thing always. The removed get thing gets me. I don't get the removed. Like she's my second cousin twice removed. removed. Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know. Anyways. Don't know. So thank you, buddy, for listening. And anyone else from Murray, Kentucky, I love you. I miss you guys. And Jeff has never had um, Murray, Kentucky Dairy Queen. And what makes it different, if you don't know Murray, if you know Murray, you know. You know we don't even need to say this. If you don't know Murray, Kentucky, because like the only, it's a small town. Murray State's there, the Dairy Queen's there, but it's pretty small. Um, But they, um, my family owns one of the only Dairy Queens in the country with the original recipe. It is not corporately owned. So it is full fat amazingness and like the heavy cream stuff. Oh, so great. And we will definitely need to road trip there soon. Hey Jeff and Kelly, uh, just calling if I had to work 40 hours and I'd probably work overtime at this job even though I had a billion dollars coming in every year or whatever the money supply was, I would be running a shelter, I would be, it would have vets, it would have a free spay and neuter clinic, it would take care of pets in the community and it would... Uh, have trainers and rescue dogs and it would be awesome and it would be positive and it would be a great place and people would love to come there and people would adopt dogs from there and dogs. hopefully we could get a handle on the overpopulation problem and that's what I would do and it would have a whole senior wing where all the old dogs get to play and it's like a home not like a shelter and hopefully those dogs get adopted and find their way home but if they didn't they would feel like they were in a home. That's what I would do. Thanks. Bye.
I've been going to therapy for over 10 years now, and I can't get a handle on all of this stuff going on in the world. Like one day I'll feel great, no stress, everything's fine. We're just dealing with some inconveniences and the world's going to be back to normal in no time. And then the next day I'm like, what is happening? The world is ending. These are all signs in the Bible or something. Get me out of here. It's just intense. And if I didn't have somebody to talk to and talk through those feelings with, it would be really, really difficult to navigate. Get you that someone. Go to betterhelp.com slash upside. You'll take a short quiz and then you'll be matched with a therapist or a counselor who can talk you through whatever you're dealing with. If you're feeling anxiety, if you're feeling stress, if your relationship is hurting because of everything going on in the world, maybe some self-esteem issues not related to what's going on in the world or you want to deal with some past trauma. It's never the perfect time to get started, but it's always the right time. Go to betterhelp.com. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside. You'll save money on your first month and you can get started with therapy in as soon as 24 hours from the comfort of your own home. Betterhelp.com, Better. Help, H-E-L-P dot com slash upside. Hi, Callie and Jeff. It's Leslie in Centerville, Virginia. And I was just listening to today's podcast, and you're talking about throwing the cake away again. Instead of throwing away perfectly good cake, cut it up into serving sizes and put it in the freezer. And then sometimes you forget about it, and it's a bonus find, but then you won't have to throw it away and you can have it for a snack on another day. Anyway, have a great day. Bye. Hey, so I just saw Callie's Instagram story about taking the pups to Starbucks. So I don't have any dogs. I have cats. But um, every once in a while, you know, when my friends go out of town, you know, we watch each other's animals for each other. And so whenever my friends with dogs go out of town, I'm always like, oh, let's go to Starbucks. And it's just so much fun. And I just feel like such a weirdo because I'm like, these aren't even my dogs. But I'm like, get in my car. And (laughs) so it's so funny. (laughs) Bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. This is Sabina. I was listening to the beginning of, I don't know which episode it was, but where you guys were asking about Lily barking. I want to encourage you guys to not try and have a silent household. You want the baby to be able to sleep through the noise. Just a suggestion. I hope you guys have a great day and congratulations. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, this is Allison. I just wanted to suggest for name that noise um, between winners or people who guessed correctly, why not take like a little break or like a week break two weeks so that way it's still fun and new every time that it happens and it doesn't get old and it's not on the show every single day but that way we can keep it running and keep the fun going because it is really fun and listening to everybody call in so um, that's my opinion and I hope y'all have a great day bye Jess and Callie I had to stop today's episode because I am so upset about pausing Name that noise. I love this segment, and I look for, I've look i been looking forward to it every day since it started. And I don't understand what's not to like about it. 
I just really don't. I don't understand people that are voting no. I just don't get it. I don't get what is the dislike. Love it. Keep it. Love you guys. Hey, Callie and Jeff. Um, I am a listener in the Atlanta area, and we're just listening to your podcast about industries that continuously get crapped on, no matter what they do. And so when you were going through talking about mechanics, I was like, oh, yeah, that's totally true. And I just left the dentist, and I was like, you know what? I bet dentists get a bad rap all the time. And, um, and then you said it, like, not two minutes later. I wanted to brag on my dentist. She's at Moore's Mill Dental, Dr. Nancy Pereira, and she's amazing. Everyone in there treats me like a friend. They're all super positive and cheerful. So I wanted to just put that out there. If anybody is looking for a wonderful dentist in the Atlanta area, call Dr. Nancy. Thanks, guys. Bye. From time to time, you may stumble, fall. You will for sure have questions and you will have doubts about your path. But I know this, if you're willing to find out what makes you come alive, you will be happy, successful, and you will make a difference in the world.